Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode, if you've seen this, go check it out. It's Donald Trump. He's on. He's online somewhere, and he's talking about Parasite, and he's talking about man, how did Parasite win a South Korean movie? How did that win? And it's just so funny. It's just like this guy's a buffoon. Oh yes, yes, yes. It's a leprechaun, leprechaun in the hood. <laughs> but what drew me to this trailer was this is that it's so bad the movie looks so bad and then one day she's walking and she's getting so frustrated and she's getting really angry and she's like ah and lo and behold she realizes that she's and uh all i got all i got to say is the film was shit <laughs> and we'll see you next week guys hello Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with a brand new episode and this week we have got episode what? number 82 for you. So 90, folks, 82. 82. Oh, yeah. Okay, a quick, a quick a quick trivia for you, yeah. Just in, Okay, like, go for it. I'm interrupting you. I love show. it. Oh my gosh, you know what? I love is, it. I love it. Is, go for it. Is, Do this it. Is, this is unprecedented stuff. 1982. <laughs> uh, a great sci-fi film came out. A really great sci-fi uh, film. It was actually Close a remake. Encounters of the Third Kind. Nope. It was actually a remake of a previous film. Of the a, Thing. Of a, yes, The Thing. You got it. You oh, got you it. You know the what? Thing. I, that Quite thing, right? Let John me just Carpenter. tell you one thing. The Thing. Oh. You know, the, the thing that always freaked me out about that movie, Devaldo, was... So, you know, there was the kind of like the big, the, the chubby guy, one with the glasses or something. Yeah. Was, was he kind of like, yeah. So um, his head falls off. So he gets taken over, his head falls off and then spi- kind of almost like spider legs come out of his head. Oh And the way it just crossed. Oh, fucking hell. Devout, I'm not joking. I had fucking nightmares. Like, seriously. That was crazy. That was crazy. How the hell did they come it's, it's with the this reaction shit? Of the other of the other people around him. It's like they it's like a it's like a real reaction it's almost like the director didn't tell them what was going to happen you know it's crazy imagine that that's crazy that means you chop someone's head off and it keeps on going that's crazy man seriously great movie folks listen we've spoken about the thing so many times in the show so listen just go out and just just watch this but listen hey we're not talking about the thing just yet we are talking about episode number 82 and folks Ah. we We've got a brilliant show for you. So listen, look, we're going to go through the usual. So we've got some shout outs. We've got movie news. We've got box office. We've got trailers and we've got anniversary corner movies and we've got some great, great anniversary corner movies for you. And also we've got a film review for you. So um, listen, what else have you got to do today? Just just keep on listening and um, pump up the volume and subscribe and you know what more importantly why don't you leave a review for us because we would really really appreciate it so that that little kind of button on your podcast player app there's a bit there where it says subscribe and under that there's maybe like a review section just go over there and write a few words and just let everyone know that my voice is is amazing and Deval's <laughs> voice is kind of like you know okay kind of um no seriously so Deval, uh, last week so we've had a few people i've had a few people tell me about last week's episode which was episode 81 and yep. they were really freaked out about your jigsaw voice and they were like oh my god can Deval? can he do like voiceover work and i was 
was like, yeah, he can, he can hire this guy to do like accents. You can, he can do deep South accents. He can do jigsaw, <laughs> you name it. This guy can do it, man. Um, and also folks, remember, get in touch with us if you want to hear Deval do our Halloween episode in the jigsaw voice. Cause that is going to be freaking awesome. All right. Okay. So, um, you Devaldo, decide. Uh, <laughs> you decide. So Devaldo, um, we've, we're doing shout outs. So who are we shouting out this week? Yeah, we've got two shout outs this week. And, uh, first shout out we have is Naira soul. Ooh, That's nice. right. Naira soul. Naira soul is a, singer songwriter uh of eclectic music uh from uh you're talking your r&b you're talking your neo soul all that nice. kind of music that really touches your soul and transcends you to another plane of existence mm. so if you're looking to really transcend this existence and go somewhere else of a blissful nature Whoa. you log into naira, naira soul's uh, Instagram and you'll see uh, examples of her music there. So Naira Soul, thank you for following us. Uh, Naira Soul thank is our you. newest follower. So thank you very much. Hope you're enjoying the show. Next shout out goes to one of our day one uh, listeners and also contributors. Oh, and the I previous, love these day uh, <laughs> You know, and the previous uh, co-host of the show actually on one of our episodes and it goes to Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Who, uh, he, Emmanuel just he keeps he's like Freddy Krueger. He, he keeps coming back, <laughs> keeps coming back, keeps coming back. In a good way. Back, in a good way. Back, in a good way, Emmanuel. Back, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But now he's he actually contributed to, to some of our movie news today. So I'm gonna uh, give him a shout out for that definitely. But yeah, he's uh, he was listening to the show last week and he was going crazy about the the, the jigsaw part. So <laughs> yeah, so he was loving that. But just as usual, oh, loving the show and uh, exactly. his contributions are always very very very. Uh, really welcome and uh, we, we, we really love that he's uh, he's loving the show so yes Emmanuel shout out to you exactly and listen go check out Emmanuel on his Instagram because he's got some great stuff on there and also mm -hmm. one two Emmanuel's coming for you <laughs> <laughs> okay, three four he's got the keys to your door <laughs> five six he's had his wee uh, Bix <laughs> seven eight he's actually never late <laughs> <laughs> nine oh, ten yes that's him again <laughs> i could go on but i'll stop honestly I know. exactly emmanuel get in touch man so we can trademark this song um all right okay so now let's check out um some film news i love this so film news planet of the apes devaldo um mm -hmm. i think we've mentioned planet of the apes on the show before We've already said, look, there was some great, the original, original Planet of the Apes movie, like made, I think this was 1963, I remember Charlton Heston, um, iconic image at the end of the movie where Charlton Heston is like, no, and it's yeah. like the image of like the Statue of Liberty, like crushed and demolished and everything. And then Charlton Heston realizes that he's been on Earth all this time, you know, so then there was kind of like, you know, Return of the Planet of the Apes and like Revenge of the Planet of the Apes and all the, all this sort of stuff. Uh, and I think there was like about four or five and then fast forward to night oh i want to say 2000 and something where tim burton he did a remake right devaldo that's right that's correct yep and then that was obviously forgotten and then we got these modern day planet of the apes movies which i absolutely love james franco jason clark uh in the second one and in the third one who was in the third one oh woody harlson 
Yes, your mate. Yes, yes. Yes, yeah, yeah, of course. So um, what's happening now, Devado? Are we seeing some Planet of the Apes? Is this going to, are we seeing more or what? Yeah, so basically, obviously, uh, Disney have bought uh, Fox, uh, which is, yeah, that's, that's they're the people that made Planet of the Apes. And it looks like, uh, well, there's been rumours for a little while about what's going to happen with the Planet of the Apes franchise. And it looks like those rumours have been confirmed that Planet of the Apes will be continuing. Okay. A lot of people mentioned that there's going to be a reboot, but I can confirm it won't be a reboot. It will be a continuation. So Caesar's yes. legacy will continue and it will be, a, yeah, I guess they'll follow on from the story in some way, sure. shape or form. But uh, you can just imagine that the effects are going to be great. The... You know, they're going to have all the resources of Disney to put into yeah. that and it will continue in a really, really good way. Uh, Wes Ball is being confirmed to direct the next uh, instalment. But sure. uh, Andy Serkis, who's currently currently directing Venom 2, there are rumours that he may be directing one of the films of uh, the Planet of the Apes franchise. And it's not it's not a surprise because, you know, he's, he's directing Venom 2, which is a big, you know, a big movie, big blockbuster, sure. and if he if he's able to do that, why can't he do another movie that he's already you know been involved with many a time? Yeah. So I reckon he's, it's I reckon it's just a matter of time. I reckon he's, sure. he's actually you know signed a deal. It's just it's just a matter of time, really. Yeah, and remember his his company like he played he was Caesar and his company did the whole mocap stuff exactly for uh, the Planet of the Apes stuff. So who's who's better than this? But Devado, check this out. I want you to cast your mind back to I think I think it was the second one. There's a little cutaway of uh, some some news or some news footage or something. Oh no, maybe it was the first one. Maybe, I'm, I'm getting confused. Maybe it was the first one or the second one. But there's a little cutaway of a a space mission in one of the movies and they go up in, uh, in, I think it's called the Icarus. They go up into space and then it went missing. Did you, do you remember that from the first movie where it's on the news somewhere and it says, Oh, we'd like to report that the space mission Icarus has gone missing. Do you remember that at all? No, I don't remember that. All right. Now that, that is a direct link to the planet of the apes the the tv show and i think it was the movie as well so what basically what happened was that spaceship it goes missing in space and then it, it gets sucked into a wormhole and then that lands uh, in in the future and then that's where you get all the planet uh, that's where you get all the you know the apes on the planet and they're like what the hell what we left earth and now you know earth is run by apes so that could be another way into the whole story and i always loved that idea so uh, if you go back to watch i think it's the first episode the first film uh, there's a little cutaway scene or a scene on that one mm, that's clever nice one yeah yeah, I know uh, yeah, yeah. okay all right. Okay. So, um, yeah, Devout, I want to ask you about this next one. Um, so escape from New York. I mean, I love this. You, you just mentioned, you mentioned John Carpenter. He, yep. you know, he, he directed escape from New York and, um, the next one, the sequel to that was escape from LA, I think, which didn't do too well, but is there going to be like some sort of reboot of escape from New York? Yeah. So there is a reboot in the works and Lee Winnell, who is, 
famous for being the co-director, sort of co-writer of Saw, which we've mentioned as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also I think Lee Winnell is, is the director of The Invisible Man, which is coming out soon. I could oh, be wrong. Yes. I think so. I think you're right. But yes, yeah, so Lee Winnell, uh, he, yeah, so he's going to be involved in uh, doing the reboots of Escape uh, from New York. And he wants to cast someone who was in the original. Oh. The person in the original was Kurt Russell. And he wants yeah. to cast someone with the same DNA <laughs> as Kurt oh. Russell. None other than his son. Son. His son is called Wyatt Russell. Right. And we saw Wyatt Russell. Uh, he's been in a few films and so on. But do you remember that uh, the, the war horror film? That came out yes, in the last the zombie year. One. The zombie one, yeah. So he was in that. And my mind's gone blank as to what that film was called. But was, that actually wasn't a bad film. JJ Abrams wasn't was a bad, wasn't was a bad movie. Film. And it was a British British actor, lead, lead actor in that one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was actually not a not a bad film. I watched it and I thought, mm, whatever. You know, I thought maybe it's gonna be a bit of a, you know, one of those ones, but it actually was a decent, decent film. So yeah. Um yeah, I'm I'm quietly confident that this could be another decent you know remake it was called overlord that was a film that was a sort of zombie horror film called overlord but uh yeah i mean you know what lee winnell he's a good movie maker and if he wants to you know cast the son of the person that was in the original he's looking to keep the flavor of the movie going and there's no better way to do it so i reckon yeah go for it you know do it Go for it. And um, did, did you do you have you ever considered the whole? Um, I remember years ago. So you you know you had uh, Metal Gear Solid, and mm-hmm. that was Snake. So that was yep. Snake, Snake, and Kurt Russell. He was Snake. I always used to think, oh my god, they have to make this happen with Kurt Russell has got to play Snake in a Metal Gear Solid movie, but it never happened. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, man, this clearly this this similarities there between you know, Snake and Snake in that one. Don't you reckon, Deval? Do you reckon? No? Or am I just talking <laughs> yeah. shit? All right, okay. I'll just leave it at that. You're right, you're right, you're right. Uh, Emmanuel, you're right. you know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> all right, okay. Now, Devaldo, let's speak about The Matrix. Okay, so we've mentioned on the show previously that The Matrix 4 is going to be happening and it will bring to the screen the return of uh, Carrie Ann Moss, Keanu Reeves. I think Priyanka Chopra is going to be in it and there's going to be like a whole host of other characters. Monica Bellucci, did we say Monica Bellucci is returning for this one? I think so, yeah. And the Merovingian. That was it, yeah. Because I I couldn't, you know, the truth is I couldn't get his name and I was thinking, shit, Deval, say his name, say his name. (laughs) That one, uh, that horny guy. So, yeah, so what's happening with with Matrix 4? Yeah, they're currently literally filming as we speak, like right, right now. And during the week, they released a few on-set photos, uh, which just shows some of the stunts that they're trying to uh, accomplish right now. And one of the stunts is really, really... Yeah, really crazy, really out there. But it shows them on a, you know, like a high rise building, skyscraper. Right. And it shows uh, two characters that look like Neo and Trinity uh, doing some big jumps with uh, wires and stuff like that. So it looks like, yeah, remember remember that scene in Matrix 1 when Morpheus says to Neo, like jump from one building to the next? It kind of looks like they're doing something along those lines, but not on a blue, obviously they'll use a blue screen of some sort, but they actually went up there 
to make it as real as possible. So yeah, it just looks like Matrix 4 is going to involve some crazy, crazy, crazy uh, stunts and some imagery. So hopefully this film, do you know what? I'm kind of, hmm, I'm nervous about this film because, yeah. you know, Matrix 1 was was like, for me, one of the greatest <sighs> sci-fi films Classic. of all time. Yes. Yeah. And then it kind of went down, down, down from there. So I'm hoping this one isn't a continuation of that spiral down. I'm hoping it's going to, you know, do a good job and lift it to the levels that it, that it should be at. But you just never know these days. You never know. I second that. I absolutely agree with you. hope they do not mess it up. So listen, uh, which studio is behind this? Is it is it Warner Brothers or... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Warner Brothers, please don't mess this up. Like, come on, man. Look, you know what? Just, you've got Keanu there now, so sort it out, please. Right, okay. Now, Devado, talking about set picks, you're, you're also going to let us know about uh, another sequel that's in the making at the moment. So tell us about this one because, yeah, I'm pretty excited about this. This sounds really, really good. So tell us about this next one. Yeah, more set picks are being released. It seems to be the set picks, <laughs> set pictures, set photos, on set photos a uh, week. And uh, Venom 2 is currently filming. Uh, it's going to be released. I think I think the filming is almost done, I should think, because this film is due for release October 2020, which is literally what we're in now. We're like end of February right now. And yeah. that's about, what, eight months away. So, you know, they've got to do the post-production, special effects. They need to market the film. So this film needs to be finished like really soon. And the photos they released are of uh, Woody Harrelson's character, Carnage, uh, walking around the streets uh, in a Hawaiian shirt and a, a slightly different haircut than we saw uh, when uh, he showed up in the post credit scene yeah. of Venom. And uh, in a way, I think that's a better haircut because the haircut we saw in, in Venom was a bit slapdash, you know. Uh, yeah. But yeah. We'll see. I mean, so far he looks like he's he's grown into the role. He seems like he's confident, and he yeah, it looks like you know he's he's badass. So yeah, I think it should be a better film than part one, hopefully. Yeah. But uh, yeah. with the with the addition of Carnage just walking around in a Hawaiian shirt. I mean, you've got to have confidence to do that, you know? I know, man. <laughs> so, I know. he's gangster. I know. So um, what do we know, like, about this this whole kind of Venom thing? We know that it was, it wasn't a critical success, but it was a box office success. So that's why we've seen it. So yeah. it took a yeah. crazy amount of money. Did did it do a billion or was it under a billion, Deval? It was just under a billion. I believe it was like 800 million, somewhere right, along okay. those lines. So it was, it's basically a bona fide hit for Sony, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And then off the back of that, we're getting Morbius and we're getting like possibly kind of like other, you know, possibly Sinister Six. Who knows? Like, you know, yep. uh, we, we'll wait and see for that one. But yeah, so Venom 2, that's going to be coming out soon and we will definitely let you know about that. Now, let's let's shift over now back to, to MCU for a bit. Now, um, we're going to speak a bit about the Eternals, but let's speak about Brian Tyree Henry DeValdo. Now, just remind everyone, who's this guy and what have we seen him in before? Yeah, Brian Tyree Henry. He's been around for a little while now. And uh, he is, well, he's, I think, one of his biggest uh, sort of roles was in Atlanta. Uh, you know, the TV show that uh, yeah, has, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Um, uh, you know, the, you know, you know the other, uh, yeah, he's another, he's a singer and actor. He's another actor. Um, that's right. 
Oh shit! <laughs> What's up with us, man? No, and oh you know his name. It's just all you got to do is open your mouth and it will come out. Yeah, I know. Danny, um, Danny, Danny, something. I'm thinking of Danny Glover, Donald Glover. That's it. Donald Glover, <laughs> bloody hell! So yeah, so yeah, so Brian Tyree Henry was in Atlanta. We're going to see him in November. Also, actually, in uh, King King Kong, uh, you know, Kong and what do you call it? Oh, right, Kong uh, and Godzilla. The, uh, Kong versus Zilla, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> he was in Widows, uh, White Boy. He Rick, was in Widows. I liked him that. Talk. Yeah, he was good in that. Yeah. He was in you know Child's what? Play. Also had he a small... Was, I was just about to say that. Yeah, that Child's Play. That was, just, that, that was a money earner for him. Uh, he was also <laughs> in Joker. I had a small part in Joker as well. So if you remember, what? he was in the, uh, the, the uh, hospital. He was the person in the... Arkham that gave Joker oh, the, the, the file, record. the file, yeah, yeah, the record, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So he's been in a lot, but yeah. So basically, where are we going with this? But we've gone on a tangent, but yeah. So <laughs> he is going to be in Eternals, which is out in November this year, twenty twenty, sure. and he's going to be playing a character called is it Fastos? Fastos. Sounds very, sounds very Greeky. It but, does. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be the first openly gay character in Eternals and uh, well in Marvel movies because there are gay characters in the comics but in the movies the first openly gay like bona fide gay character and right, uh, now you say that Devado you say that because I'm just look, looking back now I'm thinking back to Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker where they where there was two characters where they shared like an on split second of an on screen kiss oh is this going to be like are, are they going to be like no open, this is going like, to be more properly going to be doing this be, justice or what he's going to be in a relationship he's going to have a man is it and they're going to have a child it's a family it's like proper like the whole thing you know so yeah, they're going all the way with this one. So yeah, so Eternals, uh, you're going to see something that you haven't seen before, really, in in Marvel no. uh, comic book movies. So that's uh, that's what he said on his uh, social media. I said, "Yep, he's done something that has never been done before in comic book movies," and uh, hope you guys like it. So yeah, I think filming for that has wrapped. So they're doing the post production. We're bound to see a trailer. Do you know what? I've got a funny feeling we're going to see a trailer in the next, like literally, as you listen to this podcast, you may have even seen the trailer by now. I'm going to speak Devado, that shit into existence. As you've just spoken it into existence, it's out there now. That's it. The universe yeah. will respond. So folks, go check it out when it happens. Um, all right. That sounds interesting. That's brilliant. So Eternals, really, really looking forward to that. And it's got some great actors in that movie. Now, let's speak about a character from the Marvel Universe. Now, this guy, Devaldo, just the name, it just kind of sends shivers like down my spine. Like, seriously, I just want to say this name. Kang, <laughs> Kang the Conqueror. Not just like, he's like Kang the Conqueror. It's just like Kang the Conqueror. It's like, you know, what are you? And I want to conquer you. Like, I'll take your world. I'll take your planet. This guy is badass, isn't he, Devado? He is gangster. He's the, he's like one of those Thanos <laughs> level villains. The ones that, you know, you don't, you can't deal with in one film. He's the sort of person <laughs> that is just, he takes everyone to try and take him down Kang the Conqueror uh, he's a fictional well he's not a fictional he's a he's a, a, a character from the comics uh, from Marvel he has like he's omnipotent one of those sort of oh like oh my gosh like, yeah he's got mad powers <laughs> <laughs> but with him he's like <laughs> why are you laughing om- omnipotent it's just like it's game over omnipotent. forget about it <laughs> omnipotent imagine someone 
to declare someone as omnipotent, I mean, the very word, yeah. like omnipotent, that means oh all powerful. God. If you separate yeah. it, all powerful from every angle, you're powerful. <laughs> omnipotent. <laughs> That's mad. So, yeah, so, yeah, so Kang the Conqueror, he is, I reckon they might introduce him as part of some sort of Fantastic Four you know, interdimensional time travel. Oh. But they're also saying that he might be introduced in the Loki, uh, the Loki series because Loki's been right. running around space and all that kind of stuff. And he might have, you know, crossed Kang's path. Kang the Conqueror is one of those uh, villains that has a, a bit like how Thanos, you can kind of relate to where he's coming from. Kang the Conqueror had a wife or has a wife and she, uh, basically because of time travel and and stuff Shit. like that uh she's been misplaced or something's happened with her her body or her soul that she's he's not able to like be with her and he oh. has to like he has to do something with time just to be just to be able to you know coexist with his wife so he's what he's doing in his sort of you know his i guess escapades he's doing for his wife and he he means well, even though what he's doing ends up being, you know, conquering and stuff like that. So uh, it, it depends how Marvel want to depict this. In the, in the cartoons, you know, his wife was stuck in some sort of stasis, and he uh, had to uh, he had to destroy Earth or Earth's timeline for his wife and his people to be saved. So oh. it's kind of like he. He's doing something he doesn't want to do, but for the people that he loves, which a lot of people sure. might end up doing, you know? So, yeah. yeah so, he, and he's mad powerful. He's got this chair that he sits in and this chair gives him all, like he can time travel. He's got like impenetrable defenses. He oh just, he's just sort of person that just stands there with his hand behind his back. He laughs as you shoot <laughs> him and nothing happens, you know? Oh and also Kang the Conqueror going back again, he is linked to sort of ancient uh, Egypt. So oh. he's linked well, like to like... Apocaly uh, like apocalypse level type. Yes. Like no, 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 no. Yes. That's exactly, that's exactly that. Kang the Conqueror sent technology, celestial technology back in time. And that's the, that's the technology that Apocalypse got his hands on. So it was oh. Kang the Conqueror's influence that had, a, you know, that had a, a hand in creating Apocalypse. It's all kind of linked, you know. Oh, uh, so if you look at Kang the Con Kang the Conqueror's like, like his imagery and things like that, and some of the people that he's around, you might, you know, say you might see a sense of uh, Egyptian mythology, like uh, Ram Rama Tut and yeah, all those yeah, people, yeah. you know. So yeah, Shit. it's uh, it's a deep this one. Kang, Kang is Kang is deep. Kang is deep. He's not to be messed around with. He's got to be done right. If they're going to introduce him. Yeah. He's yeah. got to be done right. And he's got to be given to us in bits and bobs, like you know, sure. little drabs. You can't throw him in and, and deal with him. No, 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 no. <laughs> mm -mm. So what, so what, do you like this whole idea where, you know, where these characters, they may be introduced, like drip fed to us in, in the TV shows. And then we kind of see them in the, the movies. Do you think that's a way for, is this, do you it think this is what we're going to see? Yeah, because this is the first time they're really strongly linking the movies and TV shows and TV shows have time to do things slowly and, bit, you know, and uh, in small pieces. Sure. And yeah, I think it will definitely be a, a positive if they can do that right and link it to the movies. 
it also means that people have to watch the TV shows and the movies. So for yeah. Marvel, they're just, they're, they're, they're cashing in in every yeah, which way. Exactly. All right. So, um, yeah, folks, when we get news on more news on Kang the Conqueror, we will definitely let you know about it. So keep listening to us for some extra stuff. Now, let's speak about Bond. So, folks, you'll know that Daniel Craig, he's he's made his this is his last outing as 007. So you'll never see that. Well, actually, I, I sometimes it's so hard to even say that because never say never. Like you don't know what if they offered him, mm-hmm. like, say, 50 million just to return back. But at the moment, Daniel Craig has definitely definitely said look he's never going to be making a another 007 movie this is going to be his last one it's called no time to die this trailer's already out there go check it out you know what i'll be honest with you i wasn't too eager to watch the movie but slowly slowly i'm kind of like thinking actually yeah you know what i want to see what they do with this movie but check this out because of the whole coronavirus thing that's going on around the world and you know it's, it's basically affecting you know, it's affected like infected, should I say, infected thousands and thousands of people around the world. Majority of people, those people in China. But they've turned around and said, the studio behind No Time Time have turned around and said, listen, we're not going to be premiering premiering the movie in China. And it's all down to the coronavirus. And, um, and I, I got the feeling, Devaldo, that a lot of shit is being cancelled that, that should have been taken place in China. For example... There's a big technology show that takes place in Barcelona. I'm going off on a bit of a tangent, by the way. There's a there's a technology <laughs> show that happens in Barcelona that just got cancelled because of the coronavirus. You know, movies. And, and to think about this, 007 is a big... China is a big market for 007. So mm-hmm. the fact that they've kind of turned around and said, no, it's, it's, I think it's going to... You know, they're probably going to might take a big hit because, you know, they they drum up support for when people have premieres in the countries and like, you know, this could, this could mean they lose, I don't know, maybe 30 like million, maybe on the opening weekend or whatever. But I just thought it's interesting. The fact that they decided now we're going to, we're not going to do it because of coronavirus. What do you, what did you make of that? That's, I mean, it's quite, it's quite to forecast it so far ahead. I mean, I guess they really are being really precautious, which I guess you need to be these days because if, a virus like this really gets worldwide and it's going to be, it's going to be a pandemic, a literal yeah. pandemic. So I guess, you know what? You, yeah. Money isn't, you know, money, sh- money shouldn't be the motivation of your sure. health. So yeah, go for it. You know, stop it until yeah. this uh, virus is controlled and eradicated. Yeah. Exactly. And just on that Disneyland Shanghai, they, they closed, uh, they closed Disneyland Shanghai because of the coronavirus as well. As yeah. Well. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Damn, this exactly. is this is this is make this is costing a lot of money. Exactly. All right. Okay. Now let's speak about Michael Pena. He's a uh, yeah. We like Michael Pena on the show, right? We, he, you know, we like him. He's he's a good actor. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, Luis. Uh, yeah. He's in lots of stuff. He was in. Uh, I remember he was in Crash years ago. Yes, he was. And remember he were. Um, he plays the not not a plumber. He pl- just kind of like a like a do-it-yourself type of guy like they bring in they call him over to fix the door or something right yeah 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 <laughs> and they so and young, I remember then. Sandra Bullock Sandra Bullock is like she obviously she's racist she's like you know she thinks that oh no we got it why did you get a Mexican and stuff yeah, like that and he's yeah, like yeah, hey yeah. man we're not all like that so yeah mm. I know remember he's good he's good he's been in some good movies and obviously connected to the Marvel movies he was in Ant-Man and etc etc but tell us about any future projects that he's he's linked to Devel. Oh man, he is, <laughs> he's in the live action 
uh, movie of Tom and Jerry. Oh. Yeah, literally. We just had Sonic uh, last week uh, and Tom and Jerry is happening. The live action uh, version of that. He's uh, doing his filming and he says he's really excited about how this is going to turn out. Uh, they're, you know, mixing live action and obviously, you know, animation a bit like, uh, you know, Space Jam and and who framed Roger Rabbit, but you've got today's technology. So he's really excited about it. And he's just, he's just letting us know that it's going to be a really, really good film. So I don't believe him, but <laughs> I think this is going to, <laughs> I think this is going to be mad. Tom and Jerry, for starters, Tom and yeah, Jerry. for starters, I don't like Tom and Jerry talking. I like the original. I like the original. Is it Hanna Barbera or is it Hanna Barbera? Yeah, I think it's Hanna Barbera. Yeah, I like the original where they don't talk. All you ever hear is like the the screams, or the screams, sometimes yeah. you get like a, a, a guest character. Remember we spoke about it last time of that yeah, the Mexican, the Mexican, Mexican mouth, um, and he Jerry, was singing yeah. all the time, and you know, or the or the the housemaid who says Thomas or you know whatever like yeah I, I don't want to hear Tom and Jerry themselves talking for me it just puts it all off so I know in this in this movie they're going to be talking lots and I'm not going to oh, like gosh. it I just don't like it I like old school old school no, I know I want to see what they do with the dog I just want to see if they bring in the dog and like who's oh going to play the dog gosh. man oh yeah, god man yeah, that dog's yeah. so funny but um, yeah, we'll see. We'll have to wait and see with this one. Look, I mean, we're, we're seeing a lot of these movies, like you mentioned last week. If you haven't listened to episode 81, go go back and check on that. Deval reviewed uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. You know, we're going to be seeing more and more of these movies, like, you know, cartoon adaptations. Uh, a year ago, I think it was Detective Pikachu as well. I think we saw that. Yep. And maybe there's probably going to be another one. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll keep you posting that one. Okay, I just want to finish off on this last piece of news. Now, film news wouldn't be film news if we don't bring you something related to the Marvel Universe or the Star Wars Universe. And this one, I just kind of picked up on this earlier on today. So uh, our friends at Deadline, Devaldo, are reporting that there's going to be a new Star Wars movie. So... Again, this is going to be separate to the Ryan Johnson movies, to the Kevin Feige uh, uh, linked movies, etc. But there's going to be a new Star Wars movie set on the Sith planet Exegol. Now, remember Exegol, oh we gosh. heard about, I know, we heard about this in uh, Star Wars Rise of, the Sky, Sky, uh, Rise of Skywalker and Senator Palpatine was mm. hiding away on this like planet, which is outside of, you know, the... What would you call it? The, no, what would you call it? The solar like system outside the outer of... outer rim. Or... The outer rim. Yeah. <laughs> He's been hiding there and <laughs> gaining power and, yeah. like, you know, who knows what. So check this out. So there's a new Star Wars movie set on the Sith planet Exegol and it's going to be direct looking like as if it's going to be directed by a guy called J.D. Dillard who mm. directed a film called Slight. Um, have you heard of that movie, Devel? Slight? No, I haven't. No, 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 no. Uh, and apparently it's... Um, it's being written by Luke Cage and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. writer Matt Owens. So I don't know how this fits in. I don't think this is going to fit in with kind of like Rise of Skywalker. This is going to be outside of the whole thing. And this might be a film which kind of fills in the gap between like what what happened to Palpatine after Return of the Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. 
So you remember mm, when yeah. you remember we think that he killed him, like, you know, yeah. he kills him and he falls down that shaft. But then what happened to him? Well, we he, he ends up on Exegol. So maybe this movie is about okay how he ends up on Exegol. I don't I don't know. I I don't know. Mm, interesting. But I do like those dark planets. A bit like how in uh, in in uh, Avengers Infinity Infinity War. You had them go to that planet. I can't remember what it's called oh, now. Man. But it was the planet where they saw they saw the red skull and the planet was quite dark and Vormir. it's like a mistake. Vormir, that's it. It was mysterious. Oh, those planets, they they look that's how I imagine these ominous. exoplanets to look. Yeah, really ominous and dark and just not earth like, but yeah, but yeah, do you know what? Exegol, bring it on. If they, if they can do a good job on it, we're going to get yeah. Star Wars fatigue. So we might as well get the, the baddies version because everything's so good. So exactly, exactly. Equal opportunities, you know, bring on the baddies. You know, here's one thing. I'm just going to, I promise you this is going to be the last bit on Star Wars. You know, in Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, imagine if when Rey and Kylo Ren, they're on Exegol and Senator Palpatine is like, yes, come my children. And then out of the shadows... Darth Maul pops up. I won't be surprised, yeah, because he, he's around, remember? He's around. Why didn't they bring put Darth Ooh. Maul in there where those two had to fight Darth Maul? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. That would have been brilliant. I would like, bring him back, bring him back. All right, okay, folks, we digress. So now let's speak about box office. And in at number five is Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, which you'll remember from last week's episode. It was rejigged, renamed in America. So in North America, it's, it's called Harley Quinn Birds of Prey. But in the UK, um, you know what? We've kept it exactly the same. It's taken 5.8 million, Devaldo. That doesn't sound like a lot, does it? Yeah, because it's not. <laughs> I mean, a movie <laughs> like that, you would think it... It's, it's doing double by now, but I don't think it really, you know, it took flight, uh, no pun intended. <laughs> so <laughs> these birds must be, uh, what bird can't, can't fly? Chickens, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it, but I don't think, maybe the title, maybe the title has got something to do with it here in the UK as well. But I mean, yeah, I think it's going to be on its way out soon, but it's a shame because it was a it's decent a film. Yeah. So in at number four, flipping out, this movie's still doing really well, 1917, just under 40 million overall and just under 2 million in the week. Uh, again, loads of people watching it. It's brilliant. But what I'm really interested to speak about is what's in at number three, which is Doolittle. It took two over 2 million at the box office. So it took more than Birds of Prey. And I've got a feeling Birds of Prey is a better movie than Doolittle. Yeah, I think so. But I also think because of the timing of uh, here in the UK, when uh, Doolittle was released, it was uh, half term, a lot of kids are out. And right. all the kids, they would rather see Doolittle. Well, they can't see they Birds can't of Prey. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I think that's the reason why the box office is uh, leaning towards Doolittle. Sure, sure. Okay, in at number two, latching on like a parasite is parasite it took two Ooh. and a half million so you know that oscar buzz is really really helping the movie and i think like you mentioned last week devaldo they're going to be releasing getting more cinema screens around the world so it's yeah, doing really well they have but, the week the week before it done like a million and it's now sure. done 2.5 so that goes to show since that since the oscars 
people are rushing to see it. Exactly. And you know what? I've got a feeling more and more people are definitely going to watch Parasite because just yesterday or just like one or two days ago, oh. Donald Trump. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm not sure if folks, if you've seen this, go check it out. It's Donald Trump. He's on, he's online somewhere and he's talking about Parasite and he's talking about, man, how did Parasite win? A South Korean movie? How did that win? And it's just so funny. It's just like, this guy's a buffoon. This guy's an idiot. And the, and the he talks about he says hey bring back gone to the uh, gone yeah, with the wind gone with the wind yeah oh my and everyone's God. cheering it's like it's not, sometimes you've got to be more worried about the people that follow him because I know everyone's they they obviously he's just one person but if millions of people think that way that's the that's the real you know that's the real concern but yeah he's fun he just makes me laugh every time he speaks oh, he makes man. me laugh but not in a good way but exactly just, i know yeah. i know he's a buffoon uh all right okay so in at number one is sonic the hedgehog and devout watched it last week and devaldo look it's 4.7 million in the week um you know it's in at number one what do you reckon chances of it staying number one I think, yeah, probably for another week, it'll probably stay number one. You know, four million is quite a strong, 4.7 is a strong first week. Sure. Uh, you know, so I think, yeah, next week it might do about three million and sort of trickle down. But so far from what I hear, the kids, the kids have loved this film. They have loved this film, even though a lot of the kids that are watching it never actually got to play the game play Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> when they exactly. were younger. I know, so. I know. That's funny. That is funny. All right. Okay. So folks, there's, there's your top five. Go check them out. And if you've seen those movies, let us know what you think. Get in touch with us. Shout out, you know, what you think of these movies. We're here to listen to you. Okay. So out this week on Blu-ray or this month on Blu-ray, what have we got, Devado? Yep. So this week uh, on Blu-ray or digital di- digital download, Zombieland Double Tap. Tap, mm. tap. So that was a really good film. I watched it uh, last, yeah, so it came out last year, I think September, October. And uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, Zombieland, it literally followed on from the first one and it yeah. didn't miss a beat. So really enjoyed it. Uh, second film, uh, Official Secrets. This is a movie starring Kira Knightley. And it's about, just as it says on the tin, official secrets. So the Official Secrets Act is something that most countries have where, you know, information regarding the government uh, operations and things like that, you know, you cannot literally talk about it to anyone. And once you work in a government and you agree to that, if you go ahead and speak of of, uh, any any details, you can be arrested and, you know, seen as a a traitor and all kinds of stuff. So, you know, in some countries like Russia, you can die for that shit, you know? Yeah, man. But uh, yeah, so... Uh, this I've not actually seen Official Secrets Act, but I mean, sorry, I've not actually seen Official Secrets, but I heard it's not a bad film, not okay. a bad film. But most people that have watched it have actually been sworn to secrecy, so they can't <laughs> talk about it. So if I had seen it, I couldn't say. You couldn't say. I couldn't All right, say. Okay. Um, what else have we got? What else can people see? Yeah, so Roma, 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 Roma. and we 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 speak about uh, uh, you know you know foreign language films. Roma was on yeah. Netflix, came out on Netflix uh, a year, well, came out year. in the last year, yeah, and uh, or maybe a bit, a bit. No, it came out I think a bit before that, mm, I think. But yeah, anyway, yeah. So came out a while ago, and uh, directed by Alfonso Cuarón. Mm. Cuaron, 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 yeah, Cuaron, Cuaron, yeah. So I think he directed uh, Gravity, didn't he? 
Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and he directed but... um, Birdman. Oh, Bird yeah. Cage. Boydman. Boydman. Yeah. Which won yeah. the Oscar. Yeah, exactly. So this film was really, really criti- critically acclaimed. So uh, about, about a, a family in Mexico in the early 70s. Yes. Uh, good drama, black and white. And yeah, do you know what? This is a decent, I've not seen it yet, but it's on my list. It's on my short list Mine on Netflix. Too. Yeah, I need to watch this film, actually. This could be one of those hidden gems that, you know, we need to talk about. Yeah. So watch we're, this we're Space Guys. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right. Okay. So folks, we're now going to tell you about what's new on streaming and we've got some interesting ones here. There's a couple that I want to speak about, but Deval, you go first because I um, I saw this trailer, but I want you to kind of explain it because I, the buzz surrounding this is supposed to be really good. Uh, what's this uh, What's this new show on uh, Amazon? Yeah, on Amazon. Amazon's got a, a good one here, actually. Uh, Hunters. Uh, and this stars Al Pacino. Uh, he's the sort of main star in this one. So Hunters is a, it's a, I guess, yeah, it's a, a series about a band of Nazi hunters in uh, the 70s in New York. Yeah. And uh, they're basically hunting all these uh, sort of Nazis that are living amongst people, just, you know, trying to hide out, which happened in real life, you know, because, you know, yeah. after the war, these people didn't just, all die they integrated into into society but you'd never know who they were so these uh hunters are hunting these people and yeah it's you know when they find them it's not always going to be a good thing yeah that's why you remember in inglorious bastards uh brad pitt and his crew they were like you know when when the war's over it's not fair that you guys can just carry on with your lives and just, you know, integrate into society. We want everyone to know what you did. I can't do his accent, but yeah, that's why they put the, that's why they put the sign on their sort of the, what do you call it? The swatch sticker. Yeah. Yeah. On their forehead. forehead, So everyone can always see permanently that they were a Nazi. So yeah, this, this, this season, this series hunters is meant to be quite decent. So if you can check it out, guys, check it out on Amazon. Now, let me tell you about this next trailer that you can check out. And this is on Apple. So a while ago, I remember Steven Spielberg, he got into a bit of, he kind of got a bit uppity about the whole streaming services. And he was like, we shouldn't have like kind of streaming services and showing, you know, movies that are just, you know, for the streaming services and have them shown in cinema and they shouldn't be eligible for this sort of stuff. So I remember clearly... Steven Spielberg was being, you know, quite vociferous about this. But now, lo and behold, we've got the trailer for Amazing Stories, which is a show that Steven Spielberg was part of back in, I think it was back in the 80s. He's bringing Amazing Stories back to Apple, a streaming service. So it's kind of quite like, you know, ironic that, you know, we're seeing Steven Spielberg do this when he was so vocal about streaming services. But I checked the trailer out and you know what? It's five stories which are interconnected and they've all got that Steven Spielberg magic. So mm-hmm. there's like aliens, there's a bit of kind of like Goonies vibe going into them and um, there's like magic, there's kind of like a bit of horror. So there's all these different, you know what I'd liken it to kind of like the Twilight Zone, but with a probably lighter touch Devaldo, probably less less kind of chilling, less kind of like scarier than... than um, 
the Twilight Zone, but it's really interesting. I saw the trailer. I really liked it. There were some, you know, really good bits and you've got those Steven Spielberg, Steven Spielberg shots uh, that you're always seeing with the, the sweeping camera movements and all that sort of stuff. So there's going to be loads of that going on in there. Uh, it looks good, you know, Deval. Go check it out. It looks really, really good. Mm. It's called Amazing Stories. Okay, interesting. Mm, okay. Yeah, and um, the next one, okay, let's speak about this one. So this is a trailer for a Netflix exclusive. I am not okay okay with this. And what this is, you know, the actress from uh, It, the, you know, there was a young girl in The in the Losers. Uh, the redhead, from the first, yeah. The redhead girl. Mm. So she's in this. She's really, really, really great, uh, great actor. And it's got the boy from, one of the kids from Stranger Things, I think it is. Okay, or okay. Is it, or is it both? Of gonna them? Be, I can't they're they're going to keep recycling these kids, you know. <laughs> exactly. So the movie starts off with, with you know, with with her. I've forgotten what her name is now. The, the redhead from uh, from it. I mean, that's not her name, but I mean, yeah. we're just calling her that so okay. uh you know she's kind of narrating the story she's like yeah like you know i'm so depressed with my life i'm like you know going through all these issues and you know she's basically going through lots of obviously like changes and emotional changes and she likes boys she doesn't like boys and you know she's pissed off she's you know she's a teenager basically and she's going through all these different changes and then one day she's walking and she's getting so frustrated and she's getting really angry and she's like ah and lo and behold she realizes that she's got superpowers and the movie oh is about yeah so the movie is about her dealing with her uh, basically puberty and also at the same time uh, her trying to deal with these powers that she's got and um yeah it looks really interesting it kind of looks like you know really honest look at what it means to be growing up nowadays but add to the fact that you're dealing with these superpowers, you know, what would you do in that situation? So uh, I like it. I mean, it's coming out, uh, I think it's coming out in March. I want to say March is coming out really soon or it could be the end of February. It's called I Am Not Okay With This. But yeah, go check it out. It looks really good. And, okay. um, the, the boy is actually, he was in uh, It as well. Oh, was he in It? Sorry. Okay, yeah, so he's he both of them from well. It. Yeah, okay. it was the one that... Uh, Oh, he's the one that when he was older, when he got older, he died. Right. I think, okay. I think yeah. So, but also she's in Gretel and Hansel as well. Ah, okay. Mm, Her stock yeah. is rising. She's going to yeah. be good. She's going to be big. Yeah, she's <laughs> going to be big. Uh, all right. Okay. So this next one, I got to tell you about this movie, Devaldo. Oh my gosh, this movie. I don't know where to begin with this. It's a it's a movie. Mm. It stars Jackie Chan. It stars Arnold Schwarzenegger and it stars Jason Fleming. Now, Jason Fleming is an actor, as a British actor, and he's probably best known for um, being in Guy Ritchie movies as kind of not even the lead. He's like kind of, I remember him being in Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. He was one uh, of the yeah, mates. Yeah. He was in... Uh, he was in uh, Clash of the Titans as well. He was in Clash of, of the Titans yeah. as well. He's in what, he, look, you know what? He's been in a lot of movies. He's been in a lot of Guy Ritchie movies and he's around. But what drew me to this trailer was this, is that it's so bad. The movie looks so <laughs> bad, right? I just had to. Oh, oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jackie Chan. And what they've done is they've based the whole trailer around these two actors. But you know, for 100% 
fact right that they're probably only in it for about five minutes and they mm. made this movie about yeah. two or three yeah. years four or five years ago is so bad Arnold Schwarzenegger is so bad in this is just unbelievable so all I got to say is watch it if you want to piss yourself laughing and just to mm. see how bad the acting is and the CGI oh my gosh man it's like as if mm. they drew mm. in the CGI and like oh man it's re really bad so go check that one it's called The Iron Mask and it's on YouTube you're going to have a great laugh on that one. Um, mm -hmm. And what else, Devaldo? Is there another trailer out there? Yeah, trailer. This this one dropped a few days ago, actually. Uh, or oh, I'll say a week or so ago. Uh, but yeah, Stranger Things uh, season four. Uh, the trailer is a really, really quick trailer, but it shows uh, uh, Sheriff Hopper uh, in Russia or somewhere like that. Uh, working the American. On the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's working in the fields. So he's got a new haircut. And he seems to have acclimatized with his cold uh, Russian existence. So at the end of season three, we saw that he was down in the sort of the tunnels or wherever it was. And there was a big explosion and you you were made to think that he died. And then the post credit scene showed the sort of police, the, the, the prison guards, the Russian ones saying, oh, no, not the American, this guy or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So it made you think that there was an American being held captive, which now we know it was uh, Sheriff Hopper. Yeah. So now we've seen him, we know he's alive, and that's all we get. A bit of a teaser. But yeah, Stranger Things 4, season 4, is going to... I think it's going to be a good one. And I think it's going it's to take us closer to... I think they're probably going to be about maybe five seasons altogether. So I think they're going to oh, draw this really? to an okay. end soon. Yeah, I think so. The kids are going to be, they're going to be like 20 by the time season five exactly. comes out. So they're not okay. going to be kids anymore. So yeah, I think it should be an interesting one. So yeah, Stranger Things coming out soon. And uh, when we get more information, we'll let you know. Defo. All right, let's check out Anniversary Corner. And 10 years ago, um, we had a... Now this one, was it a... This was a prequel, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Paranormal so, Activity 2. So, Paranormal... Para I can't even say it. Paranormal Activity. So, Paranormal Activity was this kind of found footage, low mm. budget. Well, you really didn't even need much of a budget, right? Because of the way that this, the way that they set it up is that they could use just these kind of like small cameras. So, the budget on that wouldn't wasn't, wasn't nothing. But the film made so much money. It just took crazy amounts of money. So naturally, they were going to come up with a sequel. So Paranormal mm -hmm. Activity 2 is the prequel to Paranormal Activity. And I mean... Um, yeah, man. I mean, I was, I was, shit, I mean, I was shit scared of the first one. So, I mean, I kind of watched the second one, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh, do I want to put myself through this again? Do I really want to find out exactly what happened and all this?" And there's some kind of, I, I kind of remember it as there being some convoluted plot about how the whole thing happened. And uh, mm -hmm. am I remembering that right, Deval? Yeah, I mean, paranormal. You're right, and I'll just go back on paranormal activity one. It was to, to this day. It's one of the most uh, successful financial movies of all time. Uh, I think, yeah, I think only only the Blair Witch Project was the cheapest film that made the most. I think Blair Witch Project uh, cost twenty two thousand dollars to make what? and grossed two hundred and forty million. So that's the craziest amount, uh, oh you know. And, and uh, uh, Paranormal Activity. Uh, one uh, was made for I think about 
$60,000, I think. So only and a bit more. Uh, it went on to gross $193 million <laughs> worldwide. Whoa. So it's crazy. Uh, and Paranormal Activity 1 took 10 days to make. 10 what? days to film, sorry, 10 days to film, obviously more for editing. But yeah, so that's why Paranormal Activity 2 was just a no-brainer, which came out three years later in 2010. And again, uh, like you said, prequel, uh, and it just, again, it was very cheap to make. Not as cheap as the first one because they got the budget now. <laughs> oh my they gosh. got the budget. But again, looked at the events that took place before the events of the of the, of the first one. Uh, just to see sort of, you know, where this evil sort of came from and oh, to spook us out even more. Uh, but yeah, I mean, pff, paranormal, pff, paranormal activity, man, opening weekend took $41 million oh, shit. worldwide. It was, it was crazy. Like people, yeah, people were really, really, exp- they, they were like, the hype surrounding this movie was really big because the first yeah. one had done so well. Yeah, um, yeah. And you know, what I just didn't realise, Devado, was is how many paranormal movies there are now. Yeah, there's about six of them. They've, they've gone on to, and this is going to be a reboot soon. You can you just know it. It's going to be a reboot it, right? soon, for sure, yeah. But yeah, part two was a good film. They, they, they're quite spooky. And like you said, all like found footage, like CCTV style filming. So at its time, it was quite revolutionary in the way it was, yeah. you know, the, the way it was, uh, uh, the format in which they they filmed it. So yeah, it's quite good, quite good. Yeah, go go out and check it out. If you haven't seen the movies, go check out. Obviously, go check out mm. number one. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure you do, do. You reckon you can find this on streaming? Is this streaming somewhere? It's got to be available somewhere. I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's been out for ten years now, and I'm pretty sure you can find it somewhere on streaming or you know. Or a really cheap version on like, you know, Google store or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go check it out, folks. That was 2010. So 10 years ago. Now there's next movie called Venom. Now this is from 15 years ago. Devout, I don't know about this movie. So, and we're not talking about Venom, you know, the, the, the Sony Marvel, um, character. No. We're talking about just Venom. Like, what is this? What's this movie? Yeah. This film came out in 2005, uh, stars, uh, Jonathan Jackson, it stars DJ Cotrona and uh, a lot of, I mean, Megan Good's in it as well. We all like oh. a bit of Megan, Megan Good, yep. Yeah, of course. And it is uh, a group of teenagers, <laughs> it's a standard thing, a group of teenagers go to the swamps of Louisiana, they want to go and party, they want to go and do their thing, uh, but there's a man in the swamp in oh, the bayou Jesus. yeah and he's possessed by 13 evil souls oh my gosh. and now he's he's, he's like looking out looking out for new victims and just as coincidence there's all these kids in the in the in a in the cabin in the in the swamps of louisiana so he's got oh he's got enough people to go and chase and uh yeah it's it's one of those sort of teenage you know cabin in the woods kind of films Sure. And uh, lots of the hot chicks, hot hot guys, jacks. Yo, Brad. Yo. Yo. Brady, catch the ball. <laughs> yeah, I, can so, so, I can so imagine it. But like, it's, it's, it's like, listen, the makers of the movie, they couldn't just go with, okay, it's like an evil spirit possessed, like, you know. Mm-hmm. But no, they had to give him 13, like possessed by 13. Yeah. It's like, what? what's that going to do? Yeah, it's oh an my. unlucky number, isn't it? Oh my gosh, man. Tell <laughs> so, me about it. <laughs> but yeah no it's one of those films that is just a bit of fun uh there's like there's voodoo involved in it and stuff like that so 
Yeah, you know, it kind of mixes uh, so-called realism with movie making to try and give it that extra bit of oomph, you know. But yeah. uh, I watched this film years ago, years ago, years ago, when I used to buy bootleg DVDs years ago. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I don't know where you're going to get it now. But anyway, that's <laughs> exactly Venom. Venom 15 years ago. All right, this next one. Now, um, this this has kind of got cult status like on, on this show, this next kind of uh, in, in the franchise of this kind of movie. This is from 20 years ago. This is from 2000. And Devaldo, I'm going to I'm going to leave this in your capable hands to introduce this because uh, take it away. <laughs> Thank you for welcoming me, welcoming me back. Oh yes, yes, yes. It's a leprechaun, leprechaun in the hood. <laughs> oh, you know, I had to come back to this one. It's 2020. Oh, the last time you heard from me was 2019, and now I'm back again to grace the the podcast world. Oh yes, yes, yes. Oh my god. 2000, 2020 years ago, leprechaun was in the hood you know like up to no good with my guinness and my juice sipping <laughs> guinness and my juice sipping oh my gosh <laughs> with my guinness and juice like snoop dogg and dr dre oh yes <laughs> but, uh, yeah basically this is leprechaun 5 in the hood 2000 oh it came out gosh. and it's uh, a story when rappers <laughs> rappers want to get even with their pimp i was teasing this <laughs> I know. I was going to say, Ice. Oh my gosh! Ice T is in this film, and he's one. I guess he's one of the rappers that want to get even with their pimp, and they accidentally unleash Leprechaun. Oh my gosh! And, uh, yeah, he goes on a killing rampage, killing all the brothers in the hood. Oh no, 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 Leprechaun! Don't do that. <laughs> You know, you should know what it's about, you know. You know, no blacks, no dogs, not Irish, you know. So we, we stick together. We should stick together, Leprechaun, you know. Stick together. Stick together. Oh, brilliant. Oh, I apologise again to all my Irish friends. I apologise. Oh, this is gold. This is radio take- gold. Radio gold. <laughs> More like radio blimmin' carbon. <laughs> but listen, Leprechaun in the Hood. I mean, it's like, what do you expect when you're when you're like adding those two worlds together? It's just like, oh my god, it's just it's unbelievable how something like this can be made. But listen, let's not forget the fact that this went straight to video. Straight so, to video. Yep. Getting hold of this movie is gonna be pretty hard. But what I'm really surprised about is the film was followed by Leprechaun. <laughs> Back to the hood. I know. In two thousand and three. Back to the hood. Back to the hood. Leprechaun in space. The next one on anniversary corner nineteen ninety five. Leprechaun three. Leprechaun three for the third time. It's just never enough. I mean, Warwick oh Davis my. has made a career out of Leprechaun. Yes. And it seems like I don't think this one will. I mean, this one came out again, like in 2019 for you all. And I know we, uh, we, we, we sort of reported that last, last year. Uh, and that was like, it was a shit. But uh, <laughs> Leprechaun 3 finds himself in Las Vegas. And oh my God. yeah, my oh daughter, my God. what happens in Las Vegas, stays oh in Las Vegas. You can drink all the Guinness in the world and you'll oh never gosh. have to tell anybody about it. And uh, yeah, it's a madness. I mean, do you know what? Ugh, leprechaun. I mean, come on. Come leprechaun. on, man. Mm. Seriously. Imagine that, all the gold that he wants in Las Vegas. All the gold he can carry at the end of the rainbow. 
Definitely, uh, that, let that yeah. stay in Vegas. Let that one stay in Vegas. What happens let in Vegas stay. stays in Vegas. Let it stay. Let it stay. Uh, folks, okay. but listen, if, yeah, mm. if you haven't seen like Leprechaun, like go check it. You've just watch the trailers. If you, I'm sure, go online, watch the trailers. You're going to piss yeah. yourself laughing yeah, exactly. because they're super, super funny. It's the sort of film you want to watch when you're drunk and exactly. or high and it will be the best film you ever saw. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so that was Leprechaun in the Hood and Leprechaun 3. Um, that was from 25 years ago, 1995. But from 30 years ago, The Exorcist Part 3. Oh, mm. gosh, man. This one. There's one, Devaldo, there's one scene oh, in this don't, movie. Don't, right? don't, 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 Seriously, don't. man. You know what, right? So, obviously, in... in you know, in these horror movies, you always get those kind of scenes where like, you know, they have like a jumpy moment in there and, you know, you're, you're kind of expecting it, but there's this one scene, right, where it's set in a kind of, mm. in a hospital or a hospital. mental institute oh, or something, yeah, it's a hospital, where the, a nurse, she's walking around, she's creeping around and she can maybe hear something and, you know, she turns left and like, there's nothing, mm. then she turns right and there's nothing. And then all of a sudden, there's an image of a thing with a garden. Um, what were they? Were they garden like shares? shares? Yeah, oh, yeah. Devaldo, that scene just freaked the and it's freaked the me noise, out. Man. The music as well that happens. That for me, still when I watch that scene, my heart skips a beat. Duck, 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 the beat. Don't you help me, duck the beat? <laughs> seriously, <laughs> man. I'm telling you, it's, this, it's, seriously. It's the timing. The timing is perfect. Oh, now, man. now listen, listen, The Exorcist is kind of like, it's in, it's always in this kind of list of the top, like, you know, 10 best horror movies of all time. It's in there. It's a brilliant movie, 1973. That whole kind of like a young girl getting possessed by, by an evil spirit, by the devil. And, you know, that thing with the crucifix, that still, mm. when I think back and I watch it, it still freaks me out. The fact that they made that movie in 1973 with an mm. actress who was like about 15, 16 years old. And it's still, it's still shocking. I remember watching that scene, right? And I thought, this is shocking. And then part, part two was just forget about it. Part three was kind of like a continuation and it has the, the father, Father Karras from part one. He yep. turns up eventually at the end of part three and it kind of is supposed to be this kind of, kind of like conclusion to the whole exorcist thing but um it didn't do well at the box office but if you're a big fan of exorcist then go check out exorcist 3 because there's some bits in there which are quite kind of like yeah. off-putting like if you know what i mean I like guy brad Dourif in it who does a yeah, lot of horror sort of he did stuff. the voice he of was, child's play exactly voice of child's play he's quite a horror sort of like go-to lord of the rings, guy he turned up yeah lord of the rings he was that evil guy that was uh had a spell on the king yeah, the, the riders of uh, Isengard or something. Oh, I don't man, know. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know no. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, riders of, the riders of Isengard. God, or with me. <laughs> no, um, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong? What's wrong with you? <laughs> with, with me. me. <laughs> with me now. And everyone just, everyone just gallops on their horses and they <laughs> with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, those movies! I think uh, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it on the street. I'm gonna go on the, yes. on the tube, get off the tube, and be like, "Why does a northern line?" <laughs> <laughs> and they start rushing out. 
Riders of Northern Line the with me. Gate. See if everyone gets oh up and comes with gosh. me. Yeah, that would be funny. Oh, I'd love to see that. If I do it, film it, man. Yeah, Put a camera up there it. somewhere. Do it. I'll try it. All right. Okay. Um, now, listen, folks. With there's been a bit of a kind of a theme going on over here with these movies, like they're 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 horror movies, they're scary movies. Well, in the case of Leprechaun, they're just movies. Um, <laughs> But listen, so uh, the movie that we're going to speak about is called Brahams. I always kind of like think that's kind of Brahams. Brahams, it kind of reminds yeah. me of uh, someone's name, Brahms. Brahms. Well, I think Brahms is a composer. I didn't yeah, realize Brahms. that. Yeah, the film. Yeah, Brahms the composer. So, But listen, this is Brahms, the mm. boy, part two. Mm-hmm. So, Devaldo, tell me, like, first of all, tell me what was part one about and how does this lead into part two? Yeah, part one actually starred uh, the, the the lady from uh, Walking Dead, and uh, that was about Maggie. Yeah, a boy basically who. Well, I think she was she a was she was she a nanny? I'm trying to think now. Yeah, Lauren yeah. Cohen, the name. Uh, yeah. That's the actress, and uh, yeah, she was a nanny who went to uh, like an English sort of family's house to help look after the kid and stuff like that. And uh, in the first one, yeah, then you realise that the, 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 there's a doll in the house and this doll's got some evilness attached to it and stuff like that. And then you find that there's a history behind the doll and, you know, shit hits the fan and, you know, that's, yeah, that's what happens. But yeah, in, in uh, Brahms, The Boy 2, so it's, it's still, I mean, do you know what? I'll, I'll just start off by saying this is <laughs> this is probably going to be, be one of the sh- one of the quickest reviews you're going to hear from me. And... Uh, all I got, all I got to say is the film was shit. <laughs> End of we'll see you next week, guys. Peace out. <laughs> this is so see hilarious. You next week. <laughs> oh see my you next gosh! Week. Over. Over. I mean, yeah, this film stars Katie Holmes, Owen Yeoman, Christopher uh, Covery is a young boy in this film. Ralph right. Inson has been around for quite a while. He does quite a lot of uh, sort of British films. Yeah, but yeah, the film, the the Brahms, the boy, the boy two was just a load of nonsense. The the story is that uh, Katie Holmes's family, they are well, she's American. The boy sounds American, and the man is her husband's like English. They live in England. Uh, There's a something that happens to the to the family that causes a lot of distress and causes like PTSD to the mum and the boy young boy so he ends up not being able to talk because of the ptsd and they move out to the the country uh, in this new house to try and recover and while they're out there the young boy finds the doll and uses a doll as a source of comfort to try and you know get himself back and the mum and dad realize oh this doll is helping him to recover as part of his therapy and all that kind of stuff so they they they, they are happy with him having the doll <laughs> and then bit by bit the spookiness that happens in the house you know in the doll the boy can't talk the young boy can't talk because of the PTSD so he writes all his answers on a bit of paper and uh, you know he writes that oh the doll spoke to him and the doll said this these are the rules so it's similar as in part one in part one the doll has these rules you know don't leave him alone make sure when, you're, when it's dinner time that the doll has like food oh <laughs> so when you gosh. set your table you've got to set a plate for the doll <laughs> you know just there getting cold wasting food bad. no no mate try that in my house yeah <laughs> uh, and yeah so it's a lot of spooky stuff happens like you know 
lights will turn out, the TV will turn on and the doll's the only person in the room. The mum starts to think something's going on here. She does her research and finds out that this this doll was involved in something crazy. And bit by bit, you know, the, you know, the story unravels. There was a part of the film, I'll be, I'll be honest, uh, like got to the third act and I kind of fell asleep for, I'm not sure how long I fell asleep for. Because <laughs> when I woke up, I saw like something major happen and I thought, shit, how did it, when, when did we get to here? <laughs> when did we get to here? And then I just had to accept it. I couldn't rewind it. I'm not home. <laughs> so I just had to accept it. But it didn't, it, I didn't lose much of the film. I didn't lose much of the enjoyment because there wasn't much yeah. enjoyment to, to lose. So... Yeah, for me, the, the film was dry. Katie Holmes looks really tired. I know I know. it's been like 20 years since we saw her in Batman Begins Batman in Begins, 2005. Yeah. No, 15 years, 15 years. But yeah, she, she literally does look about 30 years older. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I wasn't feeling her. I wasn't feeling the, the little boy. I wasn't feeling the doll. I wasn't feeling much of this film. This film was a waste of my time. I got back home and I was like, shit, I actually used my, my, my cinema code for this, you know? And I was disappointed. I was just like, oh, why did I waste my time? Like I could have been doing something else. And it's got a 4.3 and an IMDB. I mean, there's a few jump scares that are okay. The film isn't like a total shit fest. But I okay, would say, is it, all right, here's, here's, here's my question to you. Is it, is, is it worse than the mar- Maribone? Uh, that's the thing. Maribone is not good in a different way, but at least okay. it, it, it kind of it gets to the end and you realise it. Whereas this one, halfway through, you realise <laughs> this film is not going to get any better, you know? And it's, it's just about jump scares and it's just about, stuff that you have seen before there's nothing yeah. in this film i guarantee that you haven't seen before so even are the, they trying the, trilogy, to... the trilogy that Go came on. out a little while ago that yeah. was good in that a lot of the things you had seen before but the way the film sort of concluded was very different like mm. it was quite different mm. you've got something different whereas this film from start to finish you've seen it all before like like oh. Sunshine Anderson, heard it all before, you know, it's just like <laughs> so, copy and so, paste. Yeah, I was just about to say, so kind of liking, like likening it to like The Conjuring, where obviously there's a doll in that one. Is this, are they, are they trying to um, kind of, what are they trying this to do? To the boy one. This is like, the, the boy one and this could be one long film. There's no oh, difference. Gosh. So what, are they trying to cash in on that whole kind of doll scary vibe yes. shit? Yes, 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 yes. Yes. <laughs> What's Katie Holmes doing, and man? The thing is, they work. it worked because I took my ass into the cinema and they cashed in on me. So it worked. The trailers look good. The film is not that good. Well, so, listen, the, the, well, the thing is, right, your, your review, your assessment of, of the proceedings is exactly what's been, what's been said about it, like in, in the national press. And like, I've read some reviews and like one star reviews and people falling asleep, you know, whilst watching the movie and everything. Yeah, so it's just, yeah. I, I think this is what the general perception of the movie is. But my point is this, Katie Holmes, she's a bigger, she's, a, she's more of a well-known star than Lauren Cohen, right? Or what is, is that? Yes, yeah, she's been around for longer, definitely. Remember she was in like Dawson's Creek and yeah. she's been in 
other stuff. Uh, I guess uh, definitely movie wise, because Lauren Cohen is more known for her TV work with you know sure. with Walking Dead and also with Mile Twenty Two. She was in that, yeah, uh, which is a movie. But yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. And you know, she was uh, Katie Holmes was, was with Tom Cruise, so yeah. there's this pro there's profile there as well. But that's Jamie where Fox it all ends well. for me. Yeah, I think the film was. I mean, Lauren Cohen was offered to work in this. She was offered she this role again. She turned it down, and I, I don't blame her for turning it down. This film Jeez. was meant to be released uh, July 2019, so you can imagine this film was made a while ago, but it might have clashed with like Annabelle, and I don't know. Did Annabelle come out last year? I think so. And you know, maybe it would have clashed. I don't know, but yeah, I mean, this is the. It's meant to be out July 2019, then December 2019, and now it's come out now. So. Do you know what? The film was just... It should have, it should have just come out on Netflix, man. Why? Really? Yeah, I reckon so. Oh, man. Well, folks, there you have it. Brahms. I think we're... And listen, it's fair to say we're probably saving you seven or eight pounds or, you know, saving you a code or, or whatever. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think we know this one's a bit of a stinker. So stay away from it and play with your own doll, uh, you know, at home or something. So, um, mm-hmm. folks, I mean... That is the end of the show. A bit of a, a quick one for you. Unless, Devaldo, you've got something up your uh, sleeve. I have, but uh, it's not for you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Keep, it, keep it there. Keep it there, mate. I'll keep it um, there. Yeah, exactly. Keep it there. And um, yeah, it's so... Um, God, then. With me. <laughs> with me. <laughs> um that's all we've got time for i mean we'd love to spend some more time with you but um yeah we've got other stuff to do we've got um (laughs) we're we're, we're watching we're watching things um yeah right now netflix i'm watching uh uh, narcos mexico and I'm, i'm about four episodes in uh, so hopefully I'll finish that by next week and I can let everyone know a little bit about let that. Let us know about that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, I watched, uh, I watched something, well, listen, I actually watched something last night on Netflix, but I mean, it's not a, it wasn't a, like a hidden gem. It's just like, kind of like a movie. So I just thought, yeah, I mean, I could speak mm. about a movie, but what's the point? I want to, we want to bring you movies, which are like, listen, hold yeah, yeah, the effing yeah. phone. Like you got to go out and watch this movie. Exactly. Next week, we'll, we'll have a nice hidden gem for you guys next week. Exactly. All right. Okay. So, folks, remember, you know the score. So, subscribe, like, write a review. We would love you to bits for it. And uh, keep supporting us. Keep writing to us. Keep liking our stuff on Instagram. And, um, yeah, if you've seen a movie and you want to let us know about it, then, yeah, write to us. Um, that's it from me. Yeah. So, so long. Defo, peace out, guys. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Just pop in the Flicksters podcast.